0: Hello and welcome to YHTV's Flowing into Awareness with visionary and master intuitive Anatara. I'm Christina Susomay, your host for this program. This is episode 51. Are you really here at all? Mm, I sure hope so. <laughs> and with us is our beautiful Anatara. Uh, good day, Christina. <laughs> Hello Anatara. Are we here?
1: <laughs> well, a part of us is here, a representation of us is here. And we're just going to explore a little bit what that means. <laughs> <laughs> so so if we start with, are you really here at all? And what notice what, what first happens when that question comes up? What do you mean? Am I really here at all? Of course I'm here. I can I can feel my skin and and I'm looking around and I see things through my eyes and I, I feel a certain temperature and my stomach is rumbling. Well, of course I I am here. But who is this I? You know, who could that possibly be? Uh, what makes any of us think that there is an I? What makes any of us think that? There is, um, uh, it, it, it's, so, it's so tangential and so philosophically out there. It, it's one of those discussions that, that brings up all sorts of ideas and concepts and questions. So we'll just start with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, I'm, what I'm really getting at is, is what is the nature of, of a person? What is the nature of a personality? Yeah, through exploring who we are, on all of the levels of physical and, and energetic existence, who are we really? So we, you know, we come into these bodies, something animates a body, something activates a body. Well, what is that? Is it, is it, a, is it a soul is it the angels speaking to to the ears or to the mind of this of this body? Um, is it is it God that's animating us? What is making there be an individual? Okay, and the only reason it matters is when we start to take what we see as being our individuated individual selves more seriously than we take. The whole, And the reason that becomes problematic is that when we believe firmly that we are a separate self, a separate being, then we forget that everything that we do is supported by everyone and everything else, and that everything that we do affects everyone and every, everyone else. So wouldn't it be interesting if we could look at let, let, let's say you sat down and you looked at your computer and you said to yourself, you know, is there really anybody here? Am I here? At, is Anatara here looking at this computer screen? Or is it the collective animating the body that is Anatara looking at the at the computer screen? And you may still be saying, well, what does this have to do with anything? Why does this matter? <laughs> it, it matters, again, when we start to take ourselves too seriously. When we start to believe that, that the I that I think I am knows everything, can create everything, can do everything, and is is very, very important. I'm not suggesting that the way we exp- we are expressed as individuals within the collective is not important or real. What I'm suggesting is that for us to be fully um, actualized, fully, in, in, you know, happy, fully energized human beings, it's the collective. It's the collective connection. The belief that by by seeing things through the collective the individual representation becomes strong and clear. Um, I'm going to use that word ego, (laughs) even though I don't like it very much. What about the ego? What purpose has the ego? You know, the ego gets us into trouble. The ego makes us feel awful a lot of the time by delivering themes such as, you know, I'm not good enough, I'm too fat, I can't get anything right, I'm lost, I don't know what I'm doing. So the ego has a a form of belief about me, about I. The collective can see through those, those surface beliefs and and love them and hold them and support them so that what we really are here for, what we really are, um, a portion of the collective, an an individual representation of the collective consciousness of being can shine through and can create, can co-create, can exist, can share. When I believe that I am one one very small thing that idea becomes huge in my mind I start to feel that I have to defend it I have to make sure that nobody challenges it I have to make sure that it feels safe but what if I don't need to do that what if I am not that small ego me But I am an individual representation, a unique representation of a bigger we, of a bigger collective consciousness, understanding, and knowing. How profound is that? When the ego, when the small me starts to see that, it can see that there is far more grandeur in being whole and expanded and, and in harmony with everything than there is in the defense of one small portion of what we might think we are. Now, there's a, I've used a lot of words to describe this, this differentiation, and I'd like to apply a little bit of heart to it, uh, or or have a little bit of heart come through about that. When we are alone, when we are one, when we see that the the I needs to be protected and 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 defended, we miss the um, the love that's available, the 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 little bits of of delicious connectedness that make our unique representation large. we're shutting ourselves down, we're limiting ourselves, we're getting lost in the stories of who we think we are, rather than seeing that sometimes the story can inform us, but that it's not really who we are. It's a small experience of who we really are. When we start to, to exchange with everything around us from the, the expanded and easy and delighted sense of we rather than I, and truly profound things are possible. The, the, the grandeur that that small me is trying to look for is only found when the big we me <laughs> gets a chance to explore and to express itself. Have I confused you completely, Christina?
0: <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. Start thinking of we, me, myself, and I. Right? No, I'm just teasing. Well,
1: it, that's that's a much better way to look at it. You know, me, me, myself, and I. We. <laughs> yes, we.
0: For those of you who might find it a little difficult to be thinking of the we, start there. <laughs> no, but that really makes sense. It's it's really about connecting ourselves mm. and and we are all energy. And it's it, I, I love the way you put that. Um how it's about connection, it's about finding that balance together as a core, uh, removing the ego because that causes so much petty imbalance uh, that we, you know, and, and I believe as we get older we see it. And and uh, I know as I watch children, I think, Where did they come from? (laughs) It's like, how, how, why, how? It's almost that growth and that, that learning that each one of us from birth has to go through to unfold and trip and fall, so to say, but energetically trip and fall.
1: (laughs) Well, well, it is a big part of the experiment of this, this third dimensional living that we're still doing, you know, much of the time, you know, is to, is to be here to notice what the ego and the I, you know, in quotes are, and then to trip and fall through it to, and to come through those motions to the bigger picture, to the feeling and the understanding that you've got nothing that you need to personally defend, that the ego doesn't have to, you know, run rampant over its direction of you, that you can use the ego for certain things when needed, but that it has nothing to do with your truest identity. Mm. Nothing at all. It's not even a representative of your truest identity. It is um, an individual expression of collected consciousness, um, <laughs> having having fun <laughs> within this dimension, but it has nothing to do with who you really are. Mm. Nothing at all. Mm. Mm. Why well, isn't
0: that a, a nice opening for people to mm. take in, mm-hmm. to not hold on to? to it t- it It's almost yeah, like... We get- what I call is like unpeeling an onion, you know, the layers and layers and layers of what we've built from childhood. Mm-hmm. And depending on, you know, I, I believe that um, it takes certain individuals who've come to a certain time in their life that are ready to unpeel,
1: mm-hmm. to acknowledge. It's it's sort of it's we're all at a stage now where we can do it even at a younger when we're younger than you know waiting to we're old and wise and and um you know in our <laughs> mentorship um <laughs> uh, where where we can we can let the ego relax you can actually ask your ego to take a back seat for a little while just sit back and observe give it something to do so that it feels valuable <laughs> and and ask it to observe what it's like if it doesn't have to be in charge Mm -hmm. and see what happens just with that simple, you know, opening or inquiry or direction to your ego. See what happens to your perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, see what happens to the way you live your life. It may really change. Oh, yes. Well, <laughs> well
0: I, I, <laughs> for me, it's like, I'm free. <laughs> exactly. I've got nothing to prove. I'm free. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. It's interesting. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but Let's you know, go for
0: it. Cultural, societal, you know, all those pieces that play such a part in the building of our lives. Um, that it's really lovely to kind of take that circle, that full circle to come around to it's almost like that childlike stage of I can do it, it's okay, right,
1: and what a relief
0: oh, what a, rel- yes. as
1: you just described what <laughs> relief
0: I love it. Thank you so much, Anatara, for that moment of relief.
1: <laughs> you are so welcome. <laughs>
0: And of course, we would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us on this new platform of education and information. We're grateful for your continuous support, and we look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. You can connect with Anatara by following her on Twitter, at Anatara, and of course, through her own website, anatara.ca, anatara.ca. And we look forward to hearing from you. Please leave us uh, some comments, questions, suggestions uh, right down there on the bottom of the screen in the comment box. Or if you're listening to this on your iPhone or iPod or device, give us a call at 818-LET'S-TALK. 818-LET'S-TALK. So until next time, Namaste.
1: So who are the angels? Who are these loving hands? These hands that we sometimes feel and usually don't. The angels are a, are a vibration more than anything else. They are a group of beings who exist in one particular frequency, one particular vibration, which is only love the kind of love that we believe in as unconditional, the kind of love that we reach out to when we really need something, the kind of love that is the source